Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to the 50th episode of I Was There Too. My name is Matt Gorley. This is the show where I normally talk to people present in the great scenes of cinema history, but today, oh, something very different. So if you're a regular listener to this show, you'll have no doubt heard me ask many of my guests with great envy what it was like to get squibbed. And then you may say to me, hey, Matt, what the hell is a squib? Well, a squib technically is a small pyrotechnic charge used in the film industry to simulate a bullet hitting the ground or a wall or a car or something like that. But when it's placed on a body underneath a little bag of blood, well, that's what we're talking about here today. And so on this, the 50th episode, I ask your indulgence and invite you along as I use this occasion to once and for all finally get professionally squibbed. Now, in the interest of full transparency, I should mention that I actually have been squibbed before, but by myself. I was so fascinated with the process when I was just a little guy so that I could use them in my own Super 8 action films that I worked and worked until I finally figured out how to do it. I think I even missed my 8th grade graduation dance or something like that because I had finally cracked the code that night. But what brings us to this episode today is that I didn't even actually come up with this idea. It was proposed to me by Sam Kiefer, one of Earwolf's finest engineers. I had every intention of keeping it like a normal I Was There 2 installment, one in which I'd reach out to some actor that had been very memorably squibbed or something. So Sam and I dug in and came up with a list of potential interviewees. But unfortunately, none of them worked out. Couldn't be found. Off the radar. (laughs) Which ended up being okay, because as it turns out, the process of me getting squibbed was well more than enough to fill up an entire episode. I had reached out to Kevin W. Page, the man in RoboCop who just gets eviscerated by Ed 209's machine guns in the OCP boardroom, one of the most gruesome squibbings of all time. I tried to track down the guy on the escalator in Total Recall who Schwarzenegger uses as a human shield, looked and looked but couldn't find him. I even reached out to James Kahn's management to see if there was just some long-shot chance he'd speak to me about being 
perhaps the most memorably squibbed person in history, as Sonny Corleone on the Causeway toll booth in The Godfather. And aside from maybe the climactic shooting at the end of Bonnie and Clyde, those are really all your hallmark squibbings. But regardless of our fruitless search, I did end up with a guest or two, primarily Andrew from J&M Special Effects in Brooklyn, New York. He had reached out to me a while back after having heard me go on and on a bunch about being squibbed and said if I was ever in New York, he would make it happen. Well, as it turns out, two weekends ago, I was in New York, and I enlisted my boon companion and podcast brethren Mark McConville as a substitute I was there to host. I had him interview me and Andrew during the process of getting wired up for the squibbing. Andrew and his colleague George really knew their stuff, and they were so warm and welcoming in helping me achieve my dream of being shot multiple times. Joining me as well for this episode were my other podcast soulmates, Paul F. Tompkins and Jeremy Carter. They beautifully provided the taut action drama of the fictional scenario in which I was to be shot. Also, Colin Willardson from Mac Weldon Underwear was standing by to help in many ways, including, appropriately, a change of clothes. And finally, the most wonderful filmmaker and my pal Jay Cheel. So this is an audio podcast you're listening to, and as the final result goes, not the best medium for this type of experiment. So luckily, he came on board to shoot it for your eyes. And included in this short documentary will be some of the original Super 8 footage of me in 7th or 8th grade testing out and finally succeeding with my own electronically ignited squibs. You can see all of that, plus a ton of pics from the day, on this episode's webpage at Earwolf.com. So, here we go. One man's stupid journey to be squibbed, presented to you in four parts. Part 1. The Rigging. Greetings, listeners. This is I Was There Too special correspondent Mark McConville coming to you from Brooklyn, New York. We're right next to the Gowanus Canal. We're at J&M Special Effects. I think that's the name of the place. Matt Gorley is about to get squibbed. Matt, how are you feeling today? I am, like, feeling great. I'm super excited. Andrew, I'd like to ask you what you have in your hand right now. Well, this is what we call a blood hit, and it has, in fact, a squib in it. It looks like a... Like a three or four inch square piece of cardboard with a whole lot of tape on it and then just a baggie full of red what am i missing pretty close it's leather oh oh yeah i know top grain <laughs> and then below that there is a quarter inch of rubber and then on top of that there is a it's called a volcano it's a it's a brass insert that has a well inside of it and in that is a pyrotechnic device that is our squib I love it. And then on top of that is a blood bag and then a whole lot of gaff tape. Can I, is there any, like, history to the name Squib? Why is it called Squib? Do you know? I don't know. I'm not put, I mean, put you on the spot. But. You've put me on the spot, and now I look like an asshole. <laughs> I'll, edit, I'll edit it out. I am an amateur in my industry <laughs> and uh, a, a shame to my mother. <laughs> I don't know why this is called a microphone, so you're in good company. Great. Turns out my grandfather invented this Squib, and yet I don't know the name. <laughs> Is your last name Squib? His last name is Squib. Oh, well, there yeah. you go. All right. So what happens to this thing? It gets strapped to Matt somehow? Yeah, and so we will strap four of these since we are making a, a machine gun effect. Okay. Roughly like this. One. Right on you the can softest en- you can part envision, of the You can envision, imagine one, two, three, four. And so I can, I can envision that, and I can also envision just the completely painless uh, feeling that's going to happen when these explode. Do I have that right? part of it except for the painless okay yeah what explain again what you described the pain feeling like so 
I remember this feeling probably best from elementary school, and it was when the bully in my class would make this kind of fist. A noogie. Yeah, one with like a that knuckle with fist. a knuckle really out there. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then imagine that bully being now a full grown man. Oh Jesus! And how much does he does he work out the full grown man? He's pretty jacked. He's in yeah. good shape. Yeah, yeah. like Dave Bautista bully or Donald Trump bully. More Dave Bautista. <laughs> oh wow! Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> See, well, imagine it this way: in the '90s, when Gold's Gym was really popular, he went there all the time. So he's let himself go a little bit, but not a lot. Okay. Yeah, he's still in the Gold's Gym heyday, though. In current times, yeah. like he's still showing up, hoping that it restores its former glory. And yet, this speaks to my intelligence. I'm somehow not really nervous yet. I think I will be right at the moment, but... Andrew, should Matt be nervous? <laughs> Only if pain makes him nervous. Okay. If, Only if pain makes him right. nervous. The rest of this is a very safe process. Got the, it. The, the way I described how this is constructed, it's for a reason. Like, all of that padding and sure. the, everything makes sure that the energy all is forced outward. Outward. So, he will feel the knuckle punch to the various parts of his body. But if it were flipped all around... Of, that would be bad news. Very bad. Because this is literally every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So I'm feeling half of that charge or the full force of that charge. But dispersed yes. over, over more surface area. It's okay. very focused on the other side is why it will push through the bag of blood and out through your shirt. Okay. Speaking of shirts, Matt, what are we wearing right now? Well, I just got an old white T-shirt, and okay. then uh, this is what the stuff gets strapped to, and then over that will go one of my old uh, Volkswagen suit shirts. I brought a bunch of those that they had given me from the Volkswagen commercials who that needs I do. Them. Right, and you know, I'm done with that job anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right, I'll, let's get to it. Okay. So we'll place, I guess, number one. We'll get it as low as possible to make sure that we can actually fit all four. It may have to stagger. Yeah, whatever. You're the boss. You're the artist. I'm your canvas. Pardon my reach. <laughs> You're the doctor. As we say in the business. Andrew, what other squibbings have you done? Like uh, any kind of significant memories from past squibbings? Well, we are. We don't work on a lot of big budget features. Gotcha. Most of the squibs are on music videos. Um, we work in live events, but we haven't really. I've never squibbed anyone for a live event. Um, but that seems like a great way for a CEO to, uh, like, you know, come out maybe during an upfront, like, hello, Herbalife. Yeah. All I can think about is <laughs> I did those effects. If you're referencing for the, for the John Oliver thing where he just oh, took them. I did just watch that. Yeah. Yeah. The, I did. The pyrotechnics, yeah. the fire and everything. Yep. Oh, this is timely. This is great. <laughs> you know, what's not timely. That damn Yankees video where they're all holed up in the house. I was just thinking and bullets are flying yeah. everywhere. But Ted Nugent is immune to yeah. them. Yeah. Ted Nugent uses rock and roll to deflect bullets. Yeah. And crotch grabbing. Yeah. Any comment on that? I didn't work on that. And you were I'm old. Kid. No, I wasn't. I was definitely old enough to have. I was actually old to the point where damn Yankees were of no interest to me. Right. Sure, yeah. I was, about I was right too at that point. I punk was like or something. Yeah, when that came out. Can you take me higher? Right? Close Roll off. me over yesterday. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to get accurate with it. I'm going to interpret <laughs> That's the it song and yeah. the video. Okay. Do, so you're squibbing human beings. Do you... You can, if you were going to do a bullet hole in a wall. Oh, okay. I'm glad where this different. is going. I thought you were going to ask if I had ever squibbed a dog. <laughs> no. And, uh, <laughs> well, have you ever squibbed I, a dog? I've never squibbed a dog. Would someone squib a dog? Maybe someone with lower ethical standards. <laughs> squib a dog sounds like a town in, in Maine. Yeah. We're going up to squib a dog for the weekend. Uh, 
But if you're going to squib a wall or, you know, somebody just missed the target, mm-hmm. do you use squibs for that or do you use a different? It Obviously, d- walls don't bleed that we know. Well, well some. It's the shining okay, elevators. Uh, Exorcist. Is that a different thing? You, you make an explosion it depends. happen. There are, a, there are a few different ways to do it. Um, yeah. You can either do it. One way to do it is with a paintball gun where oh, yeah. we have um, uh, custom two-part capsules that are the same diameter as a paintball. And we fill them either with zirconium, which is called a zerk hit. So it hits and it creates a spark. Or we fill it with something called either Fuller's Earth or Effects Dirt. And so it hits the wall and it gives a dust look. But we also will route out a wall yeah. and fill it with with squibs and then and then draw you know and then um, just paste over it. Now, for my money, that's the only way to go because as a squib connoisseur, I can tell when the paintball effect is being used because like if they're running and paintball Fuller's Earth ones are going off on the ground, they're hitting at a different angle than the bullet squibs because squibs always kind of go directly out, and the, those ground ones when they shoot oh. them, they kind of. They ricochet. ricochet their blast a little bit, and I'm always like, paintball squib, air squib, nope, CG squib. Give me the pyrotechnic, and that's why we're here today. Let's continue. All right, I feel like I'm getting in the way. We have another one ready here. Okay. Can I ask a question? Yes, Jay. Hi. Does squibbing always require clothing, or do you ever squib, like, skin? A naked person. Oh, like in 48 hours, the, uh, that guy. Or like a head yeah. or headshot. He- headshots are typically done with, um, we have, it's called a Sweeney gun. Yeah. Um, you're, yeah. You're, I know about this. Yeah, you're from a part of the country where you have access to Matt Sweeney, and uh, he is an absolutely incredible not only a special effects designer but he is like he invents things which is they become industry-wide and um used industry-wide and one of them is the sweeney gun and you fill a small blood capsule with wax and then you shoot people with it and the wax goes away and you're left with blood and it looks very very convincing you want to get shot in warmer weather you really want to get shot because the wax gets hard very quickly, and uh, it's painful. I, also, that thing that they did to James Conlon, he was shot as Sonny Corleone. So he had a bunch of squibs on, but he also had little discs under makeup with blood under that and monofilament wire that they just pulled off. So I've seen a shot of him pre-take where he's got all of these little monofilament lines coming out yeah. of his forehead and face. It's incredible. Like. There's also uh, Robert Rodriguez had a gun that just shoots, kind of like your confetti guns, right? but it shoots blood. Yeah. We have, sinew. if you want to take a very short walk, and by short I mean like 15 feet, I can show you all of our non-pyrotechnic blood gags. Let's take a stroll down Blood Alley. I'm very interested in these squibs all of a sudden, Matt. Look at this. So this is our, this is our blood kit. We... Um, we design a lot of effects for Broadway, so oh, yeah. there's a lot of, and they don't typically want to pay to have a union pyrotechnician on for every show, so if they can find non-pyrotechnic ways to accomplish those, or if it's something that's really big and you don't need pyro for it, or if it's like a blood cannon or something, then we have things like this. So, this is a toolbox filled with blood, I assume. Oh yeah, look at this. And this so, is like the Band of Brothers squib thing, right? Like the air squibbing? Yeah. yeah. So we, we have what are called e-squibs. We have air squibs. Um, there are a lot of ways to imitate a pyrotechnic squib on a body um, in addition to the, um, the 
ways that I just described for yeah. for a wall or other other surface. That's fantastic. I have to say, like, I just want to be clear. I don't hate the way air squibs look. I just today I wanted to go back to the source. Well, let's get you strapped in because okay. I think we have another one ready to go. Okay. Oh, look at this. There's two. We got squib number two. Oh yeah. This looks like three and four. So, All right, Matt is now. Matt is now getting uh, number two strapped mid-abdomen. Andrew's lining up, climbing the staircase of Matt's body. Let's talk about some of my some of my favorite squib moments Let's in film. Let's talk about some of your favorite okay. squib moments. Well, the the classics are, of course, Sonny Corleone in The Godfather. Yes. Riddled by Tommy gun bullets. Yeah. Those are forty five caliber, I believe. I mean, he, he lasts longer than any human probably would. Now, can we... Would he just get obliterated by that? Meaning, like, would it, it in in reality, he'd probably be torn up I think, a lot more. Yeah, because there were how many guys in that toll booth? There were at least like five or six people shooting him with drum magazine rounds, forty-five caliber. You would just be eviscerated. Yeah. But speaking of that, Kevin W. Page in RoboCop, shot by Ed Two O Nine, he gets eviscerated. Yeah. I'm trying to get that guy for the podcast, but I haven't heard back. Let's talk about the one we were discussing earlier, which is Willem Dafoe. Yeah, so in Platoon, they have that big final scene. I don't mean to spoil it, but he's left for dead, and they're all getting out of this battle area. And it turns out he's not dead. He comes running out of the jungle, and it's a huge helicopter, multi-camera take. There, It's, are, it's glorious. Yeah, NVA soldiers running around, squibs all over the ground, explosions. He's wired up to be squibbed, and they shot the whole thing, slow motion, and his squibs don't work. And if you watch the movie again... He's got the detonator in his hand, and he's pressing it as he's running, and none of them are going off. And he finally just drops that, and it hangs at his side, dangling by a wire. And he's like acting like he's getting shot, but nothing's happening. And then the story goes that Oliver Stone said, I like it. It's more poetic that way. But I think the truth is they couldn't afford to do that whole shot again. I think you're right. Now... As we were just talking about that, George and Andrew here. At, this at is the Jay weirdest have, interview I've ever done, by uh, the way. Look what's happening to me right now. They've got some squibs stacked. And uh, so number one is lower left abdomen. Number two is right over the belly button. Number three is right below the right tit. And then we go back to number four, and that's right on the left nipple. That one is going to leave a mark. Yeah, tit mark. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think, Andrew? How does this stack up? It's going to be bloody, it's going to be gory, and it's probably going to hurt. I'm excited. I feel like it's firm. It's not too constricting. I feel mobile. I feel like I could act in this if this was in a movie. Like, I'd be ready to go. And I just am not going to think about the pain until it happens, so we'll see. Think about remembering your lines. Focus on your lines. Okay. All right. Great. How, as an actor, do you contain the reaction to the to the pain. I well, guess you don't. In fact, you're you, getting you shot. use it. In fact, Andrew, yeah. Yes. Would you say that you're when people are getting squibbed in films, most often you're seeing their legitimate physical reaction almost like they're getting shot? Yes, most <laughs> of the was, time. That yeah. was and that's why unflinching in a response. I mean, I can explain. I can tell you how it feels when I get squibbed and that it feels like being punched with a knuckle in the chest by uh, Mike Tyson in his prime. But <laughs> this has shifted from... <laughs> From semi-Dave I'll walk that back a little okay. bit to, to his hangover cameo. All right, great. That era. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think Tyson could still haul <laughs> off. <laughs> How old is he? Like 50? I don't know. He's still powerful. Yeah. Still not someone I want to get hit by. I hear that when it in for a boxer, it's in the hips. 
You get your power in the oh, hips. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not about, I mean, obviously it's about upper body strength, but if you really want to drive a punch home. It's in the hips. You see the hips Same twist. with squibs, man. <laughs> Is it now a good time to say I really have to pee? <laughs> I'm all right. Every time's a good time to say you really have to Okay. Well, this will probably make me wet my pants when it happens. So now what I'm looking at is the stack of squibs. They're strapped to mat with these sort of uh, Velcro-y straps, cloth straps. But then there's a bunch of wires dangling. It looks like Matt is about to become like a a four-post, well, what do you call that? One of those, uh, an outlet. You look like you're about to become an electrical outlet. Wait, let me ask you a question about this wiring. Yes. It's not insulated, so does it, it not short out here? Like, where these wires you notice, are... notice, it is insulated. Oh, with, like, a chemical coating? Yeah. Holy shit. All Take right. that, I-B-E-W. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wasn't expecting a lot of union jokes today. <laughs> oh, it's just hold tight. Um, all right, so we can dress this all back. What else do we need to know, Matt? Well, I also love their, their, it's not a movie known for its squibs, but I like Red Dawn squibs because they're almost like misty, where RoboCop's like all like high C fruit punch just juicing out. Yeah. Um, and so Total Recall is blood too. Consistency. Yeah. I love Red Dawn because it's like they go off and then they kind of puff out in the wind and they kind of go sideways. Like, I don't know, I don't know why that, those are different than the other ones. So you're yeah, you're right. not a corn syrup and food coloring guy. I love them all. Don't get me wrong. When the teacher gets shot in the beginning of that movie, yeah. and he kind of falls backward, and the the squibs just kind of puff out and then f- blow to the side. Yeah, and then we'll make our cuts. So we're cutting up a shirt. This is the so wardrobe department now. This is Andrew from Wardrobe. Okay. He's popping the shirt right on Matt here, and uh, we'll see how this fits. It's going to be a little yeah, snug. Last time I saw you. Yeah. Put on a little blood weight. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> Andrew, may I ask you this question? It's probably a secret recipe, but what's this blood made of? Is this human blood in these pouches? No, it is not human okay. blood. Is it, um, is it any sort of actual biological matter? It is not. Okay, what is it made of? Um, there is glycerin. And yep. there, for since this is a clothing grade blood, oh. it has a little bit of soap added. There's a surfactant. It's like water soluble. You could wash it out. Ish, <laughs> sure. Um, it's stage blood, so that if the wardrobes have to be used for show after show after show consistently, sure. um, the the wardrobes are cl- cleaned a little more easily. Um, it will stain a bit, and especially against white, it's. And also, we're cutting slits in these, so you might not wear the shirt again. But no. So the slit is to allow the charge to blow through, but then that probably opens it even more. Like it's just a right. gateway through yeah. which. And so then I'll use a, a little bit of spray tack, and I'll I'll make the slit, and then spray tack it down so that it sticks. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do, do you want it. Me to close this yeah. Let's uh, at least get it as closed as we can to start with. I just got nervous. Just now? Yeah. Why did the why does the holes in the shirt make you nervous? The sound. It's awesome. yeah, and the reality of this is going to happen. Nervous in what way? Like the pain or just anxiety. Yeah, anxiety, the noise and the pain and like I guess fear of the unknown, which is also just present in the 
the American climate right now. <laughs> what are some of the possible negative outcomes that are going through your head? Well, the Supreme Court is a big one. Um, I think he was talking oh, about the squibs. Okay. Uh, I think somehow the noise is going to be the most scary because I'll feel the pain, but the noise seems to be the thing that I am more familiar with. I'm not familiar with this kind of pain, so I don't imagine it as well as the let me ask. I don't want to do this. <laughs> okay, so we are really a couple of minutes away now. Oh, Christ. <laughs> All I have to do is turn this on and arm it, and I'm ready to okay. fire. All right. Um, uh, I guess tell my fiance I'll be home soon. Because this is safe. Should. Yes. <laughs> Let's get bloody. Part two The Squibbinate. <laughs> Most of the mess is going to be on you. <laughs> Good. All right. So, guts all around. Goodbye. Yes. Okay. And then guts all around. Goodbye. Could be uh, a little scared. Um, a little nervous. Uh, yeah, I can. Fe- I have mild anxiety right now. In a good way. You're about to get shot. I know. <laughs> yeah. Is there a one? Yeah. Well, not like shot shot, but... Well, yeah. shot. well I've watched somebody tell her. Jay, will you get a close-up? My knees are literally shaking right now. <laughs> Say that again. Just get a close-up, because my knees are literally shaking right now. Oh, my hands. Steady as a rock. <laughs> Do you want Paul with the weapon, or...? Yeah, Paul should have the weapon. Okay. So is the next thing we do it, or are we doing another... I'm afraid. Is what I'm the next thing you will be hit. Oh shit! All right. How do you act when you're wired? Wait okay, until you make it. <laughs> is that the gun Paul shooting? Is it have like the kickback and velocity of like a real gun? I don't know. I think it depends on what load of blanks oh, that he yeah. is. Because he's can... shooting blanks at you? Not now. Oh. Then we'll, after this, we'll shoot a take of him shooting the gun. You ready? Okay. Okay, the pyro is armed. All right, Jay, whenever you're ready, call us action. Standing by. Hot set! (laughs) Okay, and action. There he is. Get him, boss! You don't have the guts, Dr. Leffingwell. No, I have the guts, no way. They start on my tummy and go all the way to my fingertips for pulling triggers. Then... We'll see your guts, gross. Guts all around! Goodbye! Hi, Matt. Hi. It's time for an I Was There Too post-mortem. Matt is covered in stage blood. I was there goo. Yeah. I was there blue. (laughs) Only it's red because it's blood. Yeah. The squibbing of the century. Yeah, it's early in the century, and that was the squibbing to beat. How did it feel? Did any? Well, first of all, did it hurt? That was the big concern. It didn't hurt, and I don't know if I'm just in shock or what because it just happened. I still don't. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I do feel a little pain. Oh, no. But not bad. Like, I must have 
not felt it in the moment because of adrenaline, but I didn't feel any pain. It wasn't as loud as I thought. And the thing that surprised me was how immediately cool it all was. Like the blood was cold. Oh, the liquid. Yeah. It was like you got hit with a super soaker. It was exhilarating. I have to say, I'd want to do it again because now that the, you know, the first time's done, I feel like I really enjoy it a second time. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, you're going to get into it. <laughs> Jeremy was there. Jeremy, describe what you saw from your angle uh, with the squimming. Uh, I saw a lot of smoke and a lot of blood and your reaction was awesome, especially from my angle. Cause the, it was, it was a film of smoke and, uh, and your reaction was great. You know, your hair and you, you know, you're doing all that stuff. I, I feel horrible because the splatter got on you guys and I have a hell of a dry cleaning bill coming my way. That was my thing. Is how I couldn't believe how I guess I should have known. Why didn't I think it would explode? It, it was explained to me by Andrew exactly <laughs> that there's an explosive charge in a volcano and there will be an eruption of liquid red. And here we were standing, I don't know, 15 feet away. And, and it, I'll add on top of that, I said, why don't we wear our white superego jackets? This is what <laughs> yesterday when we were talking about this it was like, yeah, I've, I got turtlenecks for you guys. It was like, great. And we'll, you'll be in your white superego jackets. And I thought, well, surely we'll do something around that. And uh, all the way up, it was like, no, no, we should. And just didn't think. So the other thing I want to say is that, and I think you'll see this in, in whatever video we put together. I used to work with squibs when I was younger. And when we shot this. Recreational. Recreational. I was a hobbyist squibist. Yeah, it's not like you were an eight-year-old. You weren't the, you weren't the squib coordinator on the fall guy or no, the A2. Nor platoon, thank God. <laughs> uh, but we did a Channel 101 film called Buckle Up together where I squibbed you. And now what was your experience on that? That, that one hurt, huh? It hurt because we did. <laughs> and I remember. Because it was homemade. Because it was, it was homemade. But, but not, like you said, not very different from yeah, what you had. Same concept. Um, uh, other than, didn't you break down black cats? Wasn't was the that lady fingers? Lady fingers. But I would I would hot glue them in a way so like the volcano, the brass volcano here, they were rifled to shoot out. Right. And then obviously there's protection. And but there's still a tiny explosion sure, taking place yeah. uh, on your body. Yeah. So we did one and it hurt, and I went, ah, boy, that kind of hurt. And so you see me anticipate. The squib go off. And, well, we did and one that didn't up. work because I was reviewing the footage. Oh, recently, was that what it and, was? And I think that was the problem: is that you oh, you were like, I oh, built it God, up in my what mind. What is this going to be? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could have been, but it, because the when I get shot and buckle up, the it's in slow motion. Yeah. So you see me kind of go like this before it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Real solid acting. Those I are the days, guys. Get out there, get squibbed if you can. <laughs> you know, take your best gal out and just. Get her squibbed. Matt Gorley. <laughs> NPR <So> News. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though. Professional squibbing, highly recommended. Oh, okay. Bucket list item. Loved it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is your special correspondent for I Was There Too, Mr. Mark McConville. That's my name. Getting squib liquid on me is my game. Before we move on with part four, I just want to comment on a couple of things that came up in conversation at the Special Effects Warehouse. After discussing where the term squib comes from, I decided to look it up, and it turns out nobody really knows. So, Andrew, please don't feel bad about that. The best that the Internet has to offer is that a squib is actually a small firework that's intended to spew sparks rather than explode, and some people think that maybe the term squib comes from the sound that it would have made, but I'm a little dubious. 
And yes, we did get uh, blood spattered all over our clothes. I did, obviously, but so did Paul, Mark, and Jeremy. And if you check out the documentary that Jay made, they're wearing the coats that we wear for my other podcast, Super Ego, which are white linen sport coats <laughs> that got blood spattered on them. And I felt horrible. And uh, Colin from Mac Weldon had his wife try to get them dry cleaned, which was so kind of him and her. But it was to no avail. And the shows that we did that night for the Bell House in Brooklyn were done with blood-spattered coats. If you looked hard enough, you might have noticed. I'm sorry, boys. All right, let's get back to the action. Part four, the critical reception. Well, we're live here in the living room of our home, and I thought, what does any of this matter, any of this performance, all of the special effects, if the impact isn't there? So we're going to critique my performance of being squibbed up and shot to death, and I thought the best people to handle that critical performance are my parents. I'm here with, of course, my fiance Amanda Lund. Hi. Hello. My father, Jim Gorley. Hi, Jim. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and my stepmother, Dana. Hi, Dana. Hi, Matt. Hand her that mic. Hi, Matt. Why don't you give me Okay. <laughs> That'll do. Like this? Yeah, I like that. Okay. And then I'll talk. We can do it however you want to do it. Let's just see how it goes. Say again. Let's Why is this so difficult? <laughs> Why is it already so difficult? We just started. Uh, we're in good hands. Yeah. So I, I got wired up with these squibs, and I'm about to get shot four times. And uh, I want you guys to tell me what you think of my performance and how I close it out. I think it's strong up top, but I think I really dropped the ball at the end. And you can be as brutal as you want about my performance, okay? Yes. So the first one will be uh, regular speed, and then we'll take it in slow motion. But we'll stop after we've seen the regular speed. So here we go. Then we'll see your guts gross. Guts all around! Goodbye! Wow. Unbelievable. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so uh, we'll watch it again, and then you can critique the performance again. But on, on first impact, what were your thoughts? Dana? I thought it looked like you'd been shot or something. And <laughs> I thought you um, felt – I didn't even know what squibbing was. Yeah, most people this. don't. The, uh, the, the squib is the name of the explosive charge that goes under you that they use in movies. And so I just made up the name squibbing for a title. Well, but I thought you fell down really well. Thank you. But da then again, you're my son, so <laughs> I know. <laughs> thank you. Dad? Yeah, I thought it was a very uh, forceful showing. Oh, thank you. That's a, That itself is like a, a good headline for a critical article, I think. By the way, I like the acting in the beginning, too. <laughs> that real uh, hardcore look you gave them and so forth before they blew you away. I had to sell it, and I had to mask my own nervousness at having four explosives wired to my body. Amanda? I really liked um, when on the initial squibbing, um your spaghetti arms. That's the thing where I think it falls apart. I think you've hit on it. Now, my reaction to getting shot is fine, but I do do this weird, like, spaghetti arm dance and then when i fall down you can tell i'm trying to not land very hard let's roll it back and watch it again you ended up in one piece that was, a, that was a <laughs> yeah all right we'll watch it again this is slow motion this time they're exploding out there so yeah look at my spaghetti arms there amanda's not wrong and then look i, I put my hand down because i don't want to oh, fall down hard yeah. and then this is really slow motion here <laughs> hmm. i don't think you look like you're hurting enough i think you're right because i think i'm too nervous and aware of it happening. 
Any final thoughts, any ways for me to improve, Amanda? Well, it actually didn't bother me that you put your arm down when you fell because someone who's really getting shot doesn't want to fall hard either. I guess that's true. But do you think they're in their mind enough to protect themselves or are they like, it doesn't feel like I'm lost in the abandon of the death throes? Yeah, you look like you're having too much fun. (laughs) Dad? Yeah, well, I think uh, you're ready to go. So uh, I'd take this to your favorite restaurant or your next family gathering. (laughs) Don't tempt me. (laughs) Dana? Well, I don't know that you're quite ready to go. I think you ought to practice (laughs) a little bit more and see if you can... um, Clean up your act, as what Amanda said about those spaghetti arms. <laughs> so let's close out with, uh, on a scale of one to four squibs, one being worst, four being best, what would you rate my performance, Amanda? And be brutal. Okay, um, 1.7. Wait, what? <laughs> that brutal? brutal. 1.7 out of four? Okay, fine, two. No, don't change it. I just need you to explain your rationale. You're saying that... of the people would be better at that than me? Well, wait, these are percentages? I don't know. Okay, no, I'm saying if you're saying, okay, if a four is Bonnie and Clyde, then I don't know. I mean, they probably got to do it a couple of times. That's true. Okay, this makes perfect. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I think I'm going to change mine to 2.4. All right, Dad, out of four. Yeah, on a scale from one to four, I would call it about a 2.5, but... uh, I think you could do a lot better. Just keep going. <laughs> okay. I'm giving I'm giving you a three, but between three and four, you've got a little bit of work. <laughs> okay. All right. So we got a one point seven, a two point, and you gave me a two point, two point five. Okay. Two point four, two point five, and a three from okay. And so that's putting my average somewhere around a, a probably a two point six five or something like that. Yeah, it's above average. For a first time. Yeah, for a first time. But clearly I've got my work cut out for me. And around episode 100, when I do this again, it better be better. Thank you guys for joining me. Anything you want to plug? <laughs> Not for me. Okay. No, just keep on practicing, please. <laughs> okay. Amanda? Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, there you have it. Having died a happy man, I can now die a happy man. My thanks again to Sam Kiefer, to Jay Cheel, to Colin Willardson and his wife Dre, to Andrew and George at J&M Special Effects, and to my boys, Mark McConville, Jeremy Carter, and Paul F. Tompkins for helping me out. I'm paying for the dry cleaning. Also, to my dad Jim, my stepmom Dana, and my fiance Amanda for their critical reaction. Next episode, we're back to regular I Was There 2 episodes with a very special guest, Mark Marin, live from the Now Hear This Podcast Festival. We talk about his performance in the film, Almost Famous, but it becomes one of the most fun conversations I've had, and the audience was fantastic. So please come back for that. You can find me at Matt Gorley on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. And if you have a guest you can connect me to for this podcast, email me at IWasThere2Pod at gmail.com. Until next episode, thank you guys for listening and for making 50 episodes of this podcast one of the most fun projects I've ever done. Here's to another 50. That ought to be good, I think. A solid 100 episodes? I don't know. We'll see. Bye. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Thank you. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.